Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. My name is Kyle Klish, and on this episode, I am going to break down the win against the Timberwolves, and I'm also going to talk about a few other things, including the preview for the next game that is going to be against the Pelicans. We just played the Pelicans, so not going to be too much to talk about that, but yeah, the majority of this episode is going to be the breakdown of the win last night against the Timberwolves. The Mavericks improved 15-6. and six. We beat them 121 to 114, so our offense just continues to put up astronomical numbers. It's really great. Minnesota Timberwolves dropped to 10 and 10, which I still think they're considered eighth place. I think they're still in the top eight as far as the Western Conference. The Mavericks, they are still uh, fourth, but they're just solidifying themselves in that position. And I'll be talking about that here in just a little bit, but I want to go ahead and talk about this game last night. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, just right off the bat, the unsung heroes is what I like to think when I think of this game. The people that we don't usually see have really, really good games. They had them last night, and we really needed it too because Luca did not play too well. He actually played okay for, like, actually he played really good for a sophomore with his stat line. He uh, was He got 22 points. Seven rebounds and six assists. So I mean, he, I mean, with those those numbers, you're like, oh, that's a pretty good stat line. But for Luca, that's not a very good stat line. Um, so just keeping keeping with the norm, I'll I'll start with Luca. Although I, for this game, for me, he wasn't the player of the game, which is kind of a shock. I think this is the first, or no, I think this is the second game because I think the Denver game he didn't play too well either. That was definitely a team win. Uh, but this is uh. Definitely not a game where I think he was a player of the game. Obviously, I think he... Did he score the most points? No, he did not. <laughs> the player of the game did. But it wasn't Luca. Luca played 32 minutes. 8 of 22 from the field. So, not too hot. Less than 50%. 1 of 8 from 3-pointers. So, that's pretty brutal. 1 of 8 from 3-pointers. Which means that he was 7 of 14 from all the other... Shots that he took, which is also unusual. He's usually better than that. Like, I would say 55 to 60%. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's the way it's been for him. He usually gets those other shots in better than 50%. And then the free throw line, he struggled too, 5 of 8. So, it's not a good shooting night from him. Maybe it was the shoes that he was wearing. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> they make a lot of fuss about that. 7 rebounds, like I mentioned earlier. 6 assists to 5 turnovers. So, that's not a good ratio at all. Um... And he ended up with 22 points. So, yeah, 22-7-6, which that puts him, I think, 17 games in a row at the 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. He only needs one more to continue the streak to 18 to tie Michael Jordan. So that's kind of cool to see that. He's getting compared to, you know, arguably the greatest NBA player of all time, other than Dirk Nowitzki, of course. hey <laughs> uh, But, yeah, just not a great night from Luka, but still pretty decent. And we got the W. It's kind of, that's it. We're 15 and 6 now. It's awesome. Let's move on to the player of the game for from a lot of people. It was Dwight Powell. He played 25 minutes, perfect from the field, 9 of 9, 2 of 2 from 3-pointers. Oh, boy, is it, is it February already or March? <laughs> yeah, perfect from 3-pointers, too, too, of course. If he's perfect from the field, he's perfect from 3-pointers, too. Uh, he, he missed one free throw, 4 or 5, which is... 
pretty awesome for him. Like, he's not a good free throw shooter, so making four or five, 80%, that's great. Picked up five rebounds in 25 minutes, that's solid. Also got four assists to zero turnovers. Holy crap. One steal, two blocks. And a season high for him, for sure, was 24 points. I don't think that's his career high. I think his career high was 26 points that he did last year. 24, solid. Well, that's a super great night from Powell, and hopefully he isn't hurt too much. He hurt his forearm defending, I think, Andrew Wiggins on a shot. It was, I think it was in the fourth quarter, too. He had to go back to the locker room, so and he did not come back. Uh, so hopefully it's not a serious injury. But definitely a player of the game. Last night was Dwight Powell. Loved, just loved it. We needed that energy that he brought, and he delivered. It was great. Porzingis, he played 29 minutes, so we like we got to see him play on the second night of a back-to-back. It was really cool to see that. He shot the ball okay, 7 of 15, just under 50%. 2 of 6 from three-pointers, 33%, not bad. 3 of 4 from free throws, I'll take that. He got 6 rebounds in 29 minutes. Eh, I wish he had gotten a few more, but it's all right. He got a block, and he ended up with 19 points. It was kind of a quiet 19 points for him. So, interesting night for Porzingis. Uh, he hit some crucial uh, shots in the fourth quarter to you know solidify the deal. I think he hit a three-pointer, if not two. I'll say for sure one, and then he, he caught a an air ball from Luka and flushed that down for the dunk. So that was pretty good, too. Definitely, definitely needed that to close out the game. <clears throat> Dorian Finney-Smith played 24 minutes, 2 of 5 from the field. One of those two was a super emphatic dunk over two players. That has to be a, a play of the week. Maybe not a play of the week, but play of the day or something like that. You know, on ESPN top 10 plays for sure. I mean, that was just monstrous. It was just unexpected. and Oh, man. Kind of like got me up on my feet, you know, or you know sit up straight or sit up yeah i was like because i was lounging on my chair and just watching the Mavs, you know being nice and chill and cool and enjoying it and then he just threw it down i'm like whoa oh my god so that was pretty cool uh let's see oh for two from three pointers so he's still struggling from that he continues to get the wide open three pointer and he misses it it's, i hate it i hate that for him three rebounds in 24 minutes so that's not too great two assists two blocks you gotta like that and a steal so he's always going to provide the defense, guys. Only four points, but like I just said, he'll give you the defense. Then Tim Hardaway Jr. played 26 minutes, 2 of 8 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. So he had a quiet night, too. Made both his free throws. They were crucial towards the end of the game. Picked up three rebounds, and that's all he did. He ended up with seven points. So kind of a quiet night from Tim Hardaway. <clears throat> that's okay, though, because the bench definitely stepped up, and Dwight Powell did. So let's move on to the bench. Maxi Kleba played 26 minutes. I like to see that. Four of six from the field. That's really solid. Two of four from three-pointers. You like to see that. Made both his free throws. I mean, this, these are just great numbers. Five rebounds in 26 minutes. You like that. Two assists. Nice. One steal. Very, very good. Ended up with 12 points. So, And he had, he, he was, to me, he was the better, the best deep defense we had against Carl uh, Anthony Towns. I had previewed that. We saw it last year. That's why I assumed. I figured that Maxi would be the best option to defend Carl Anthony Towns. And he did to some extent. I think Carl Anthony Towns, let's see, let's just check out K uh, Towns' stats. K Towns played 37 minutes, 10 of 19 overall, 3 of 5 from three pointers, 
and he ended up with 26 points. Not too bad. Uh, he could have easily went off for 30-plus points, but Maxi held his ground, so very nice. Moving on to Justin Jackson. He got 15 minutes. I really like that. It seems to be the norm now. He kind of comes in in the second quarter. He also comes in in the fourth quarter. So he's he's part of that relief team. You know, when Luka goes out, Justin Jackson goes in kind of thing. So I like to see that. He gets 15 minutes. 2 of 7 from the field, so not great there. 1 of 3 from three-pointers. That was a crucial three-pointer he made. Five rebounds. That's really good for Justin Jackson. He's not known for his rebounds. And in only 15 minutes, he got five rebounds. That's really good. And, yeah, he ended up with five points. So I still pretty solid, pretty good night for Justin Jackson. I like to see him get those kind of minutes. Jalen Brunson, that would be the player of the game not named Dwight Powell. <laughs> Played 18 minutes, 7 of 8 from the field. Darn near perfect. 2 of 3 from three-pointers. That's the one thing. He, he missed one three-pointer. Picked up four rebounds, three assists to zero turnovers. Ended up with 16 points, 14 of those in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so if it wasn't for Dwight Powell's like pretty much perfect game, then Jalen Brunson would have got the player of the game. But it's kind of like a like a duo there. Like, oh, those guys got player of the game both, whatever. So really like to see that. He said on the post-game uh, interview that he did it for a high school buddy. and That was pretty cool. That you know, it was an emotional night for him. And just happy that he was able to do that. It's really good. I like that. DeLon Wright played 17 minutes, uh, shot the ball two or four times. He kind of struggled a little bit sometimes. He would be able to drive into the lane and then he would just uh, pass it back out. I was like, dude, take the shot. And by the time he passed it out, the clock would run out. That happened twice. In fact, I think it happened like two times in a row. I was like, oh no, we can't, we can't be playing with the ball, driving into the lane. And then passing up on a shot and just passing it back out to a three-pointer. And that guy can't get it off in time to, you know, beat the buzzer. So, he kind of struggled a little bit tonight, or last night. However, he did pick up three rebounds, four assists, zero turnovers. The guy just keeps adding on the assists with zero turnovers. Really nice. And, actually, I'm going to mention it right now. The team turnovers, eight. Only eight turnovers last night. That's huge. So Delon Wright ended up with four points, but yeah, he he will provide the re, the defense. He will provide some rebounds. He'll provide the assist to turnover ratio. Love it. Finally, uh, Seth Curry played 28 minutes, so he's getting significant minutes. I kind of like this rotation they got going on here. And then Curry shot the ball three of eight, zero for four from three pointers. So so much for him shooting three pointers like we want him to. Five of seven against the Pelicans the other night, and then zero for four for. Three-pointers last night. What does that make him? Uh, five of 11, right? Yeah, of uh, the last two games. So that's still pretty good. <laughs> but dang it. Kind of wish he had made at least one. Uh, he made both his free throws. The guy's like a 92, 93% free throw shooter. So he's almost automatic there. Four rebounds, three assists. Not bad. Two steals. You like to see that. And then eight points. So definitely the bench played very well. Last night, and Dwight Powell was much needed because Luca was not playing his best game or a normal game for him. So the team overall shot forty six of ninety two. That's obviously fifty percent. Thank you to Dwight Powell and Jalen Brunson. So 
They shot the ball 11 of 37 from three-pointers, so it was under the 41 mark for me as far as attempts, but only 11 of 37. Good enough for 29.7%. That's pretty poor. And they were lighting it up in the fourth quarter. I think I remember hearing they shot like 7 of 9 on three-pointers the fourth quarter. It might have been a little bit different than that towards the end, like the very end. But 7 of 9 in the fourth quarter, I mean... Gosh, what were you? You were pretty much four of twenty-five for the rest of the game. It's like yikes. So, eighteen of twenty-three from the free throw line, seventy-eight point three percent. Not that great. That's definitely that's, that's Luca. He missed three of his eight, five of eight. So he made five of eight. So that definitely hurt. Uh, rebounds. I let's see. We got forty-five compared to the Timberwolves forty-four. So we continue to out-rebound opponents. It's good. And then we let's see the assists. We got twenty four compared to the Timberwolves twenty three. So we're even there. Turnovers though, for sure. Um, the Timberwolves turned it over twelve times compared to the Mavericks. We went turned over eight times. Love to see that. It's just an average of two turnovers a quarter. You gotta love that. So great win um, for the team for sure. Fifteen and six. Holy crap, that's awesome, guys. I'm gonna take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to try and give you just a short preview for the, the Pelicans game and then talk about a few other things that have been going on in Mavs media. So, guys, stay tuned. All right, then. Welcome back to the Mavs Corner. On this episode, I am giving you a breakdown of the, Pel- of the, of the Pelicans game, of the Timberwolves game. Sorry, it's a back-to-back, so kind of kind of confusing but I, I just did that in the first segment and now i want to give you a small preview of our next game it's actually you're listening to this on the fifth it's actually not even tomorrow it's the next day so that we're getting the mavericks are getting two full days of rest it's really nice for them after a back-to-back unfortunately it, they're going to be running into another back-to-back starting on i believe it's the seventh then their next game it's going to be the pelicans the pelicans are coming to Dallas, and I mean, obviously, the the two days of rest is definitely going to be beneficial. And I just want to talk a little bit about what went really well for the Mavericks the last game that we played against the Pelicans, which was just a few days ago. And so, kind of want to focus in on that for a bit. Uh, Luca, he he played very well. Nine of eighteen, he ended up with thirty three points, the eighteen rebounds. So, more specifically, he got to the free throw line. 13 times, made 10 of them, 10 of 13 from the free throw line. So you hope to see Luka attack the basket again against the Pelicans because it didn't really seem like they had that many good players to defend him. I don't remember this or not. In fact, I can look at it right now. I don't, yeah, Derek Favors, he didn't, uh, he didn't play that game for personal reasons. That's what it says. So does Derek Favors play the next game? I don't know. Maybe. That's true. Derek Favors is definitely a bigger dude, and he can he can definitely clog up the paint down low. So that would throw Luca off maybe a little bit. We'll see how that happens. But I wanted to bring that up. Um, Luca had a pretty good game against them, so I'd like to see Luca get another solid game against the Pelicans. Pelicans are also six and fifteen. Surely they're going to play a game or two before that game against us, the Mavericks. So they're right now they're fourteenth in the Western Conference. So they're they're sliding a little bit. Uh, for the Pelicans against us, 
Brandon Ingram, he was the guy that probably did the best against us. Uh, he shot 8 of 16, hit all 7 of his free throws. He ended up with 24 points. Uh, I was definitely afraid of J.J. Redick because before that, he was shooting like 46% from three-pointers. So he was highly efficient in that category. But for the game against the Mavericks a few days ago, he only shot 2 of 8 from three-pointers. So point of me bringing this up is the Mavericks need to continue to guard the perimeter, guard the defensive, guard the three-pointers, three-point line, as well as they have been. And I think part of it has to do with the zone defense. They've been kind of up and up a bit the last few games. Against the Lakers, they did that, and then they did it again last night against the Timberwolves, and I think they did it against the Pelicans. I can't remember exactly, but I think that helps. Uh, another good thing that happened was Drew Holiday didn't play too well. He ended up with 18 points, but he was 8 of 18, 0 for 3-pointers. Three so, yeah, uh, just I think that's what we need to focus on is making sure we defend the threes, force them to shoot on the inside, make sure J.J. Reg does not go off, because if he goes off, then that's just that's going to be brutal, because they have Brandon Ingram, who can get his points, and then Drew Holiday, he, he can get some points, and Lonzo Ball, too, so... We don't need J.J. Redick to be pouring in like five, four or five three-pointers. That would be ridiculous. So make sure we contain him. Make sure Luka can get into the paint. Hopefully get another good shooting night. 33 points, 18 rebounds. Hopefully he gets 20 rebounds against the Pelicans. But that's all I want to say about that. Uh, that is going to be on the 7th, I believe. That's going to be at home against the Pelicans. Should be a fun game to watch. Hopefully it will be a win. We'll see what happens. Last thing I want to talk about, I think I had only just one more thing I want to talk No, actually two things. Uh, really quickly, I wanted to bring up the the standings. The, Lake, the Lakers. The Lakers are number one. They're 18-3. One of those losses is against the Mavericks. Hey-o. Then the Clippers are second at 16-6. and six, And the Nuggets are 13-5 and five at number three. And then right there, number four, the Mavericks are 15-6. and six. Pretty solid, and then the fifth place, the fifth seed, is uh, the Rockets. They're thirteen and seven, so we're a game and a half ahead of them. Already starting to see a little bit of separation there. I know it's very little separation, but it's separation. And the Jazz, they're uh, they're kind of falling behind too. We're three games ahead of the Jazz, the number six seed, and then the Timberwolves are number seven, and the Suns are number eight at nine and eleven. So we are five and a half ahead of them. That's the eighth seed. Still have the Kings at number 9, Thunder at 10, Trailblazers at 11, Spurs at 12. So uh, we're looking pretty good, especially in the first quarter of the season. It's officially th- we're, through, we're officially through the first quarter of the season. In fact, we're, we're into the second quarter now after we've played 21 games now. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking good there. I also wanted to mention the – I'm sure everyone's already heard about this, but I'm a, I want to bring it up. NBA Player of the Month, Western Conference Player of the Month, was Luka. Freaking awesome. Love that. First time it's happened for a Dallas Mavericks player since uh, 2009. And you only get one guess at who that was going to be, you know, back in 2009. Of course, it was Dirk Nowitzki. What I found interesting, they brought that up at the very beginning of this game last night against the Timberwolves. They mentioned that it had been since 2009 since a Maverick got that honor. They mentioned that in 2002, like in November, that Dirk Nowitzki, Nash, 
and Michael Finley all got the player of the month. Like they shared it. So I'm really curious about that. Like how, how is that possible? Like, I don't get that. So I'm going to have to do just do some research and find out what, what was up with that. It's interesting. So anyway, I just want to bring that up and really just wanted to touch up with Luca's possible MVP candidacy. I mean, he's, he's legit guys. He's, he's definitely in the, in the conversation and, I mean, I was wrong. I remember talking about MVP choices, and now I, I picked Giannis. Uh, and I still think that's a pretty okay choice. I mean, <laughs> it's okay, but uh, I would I would definitely put money on Luka. I mean, Luka's on fire, and he's got the team to 15-6. and six. Now, it hasn't been all him, and he'll, he'll be the first person to say that. He's already said that, that the team helped him, you know, become NBA Player of the Month, Western Conference Player of the Month with the wins that they have accumulated. So it's just, it's, it's good times right now, guys, for the Mavericks. And it's, it's, it's arrived a lot sooner than I thought. I don't now Now that's not to take away from the past several seasons. I mean, the last three for sure, the last four or five been kind of brutal. So it's been a little while, but at the same time, it's been really quick with Luca, just how, great he has become from being the rookie of the year to now like the very next year he's a, he's an mvp candidate guys with that i am going to sign off as always you can follow the podcast on twitter on instagram at mavs corner send me any comments or questions or cheers i mean guys it's a four game win streak we're on we're almost we need one more for the high five again so you can high five everybody yeah um Yes, the Mavericks, they don't play for a couple days, so, I, I mean, you might not hear from me for a couple days. So, guys, uh, as always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner, and have a couple good days. Thanks. Mm-hmm.